0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Advance Your Wealth with Homer Smith. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff, joined, as always, by the star of our show, private wealth advisor, Homer Smith of Convergent Wealth Partners. Homer, new episode, new month. we got a new topic to dive into today. Looking forward to it. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. You know, we're out here in the Pacific Northwest and uh, our, our usually one-time-a-year one-inch snowstorm, which is getting all the news <laughs> uh, media all excited out here, but uh, otherwise doing really well.
0: Nice. Well, sometimes it's nice to, to, you know, when it's snowing outside, just kind of curl up, get get some stuff done and, and enjoy it. But not great to hear. We got a little snow here on the East Coast ourselves. But uh, nevertheless, let's dive in. We got a great topic for you guys today. You know, on the live stream, we're going to be covering some of the key issues, uh, you know, that not just successful families, but also business owners have been facing. You know, uh, over the last year in particular, uh, what, what else can be said? I mean, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused so much stress on private businesses business owners, families, you name it. Everyone has had to deal with this pandemic in one way, shape, or form. You know, uh, the challenges that it's created has caused certain business to flourish and then, of course, certain businesses to fail and have to fold. Uh, It's obviously, you know, a really upsetting and unfortunate set of circumstances, but these challenges are tough, but it takes help along the way, and that's hopefully what we're going to be able to provide with to you today. So, the other thing is, aside from the COVID nineteen pandemic, Homer, you know, we got to remember there are also normal challenges during normal economic circumstances that business owners have to take into account. Uh, you know, yes, we're we're going through the vaccine rollout program. You know, maybe we're going to get a slice of normalcy here on the back end of 2021, and some of those normal business challenges are going to be creeping back into the fold. You know, we're going to start thinking like we used to, and then maybe in some other ways thinking how we should. So today we wanted to dive into some of these challenges and what needs to be done in order to address some of these things as we kind of move out of the COVID-19 era and into what is in front of us. So Really, Homer, to kind of kick things off here today, I think our first question really is, given everything that's been going on right now, you know, what have you seen that has been successful in helping some business owners navigate the current environment of this COVID-19 pandemic, but also now the shift that's beginning to move out of it?
1: Yeah, the theme that we've really focused on lately is this idea of thrive. You know, many of the most successful entrepreneurs and business owners have been dealing with this health and financial crisis by you know, putting in place things to ensure their business is going to not only survive but thrive. And you know, the way that they're doing this is by implementing a three-step process that addresses not only their business but also their personal lives. You know, and these forward-thinking entrepreneurs uh, are, and creative entrepreneurs are, are really looking at this in a way to not only productively manage the hard times that they're going through, but also put themselves in a position to be even more successful as we come out of this. And the first step that they're they're doing in this process is called assessment. So we're helping them, you know, think realistically about what's going on in their environment and how they're responding to it. Next, it's action. So what are the specific action steps they're putting into place to deal with the different gaps and potential opportunities that we help them identify in that assessment step? And then finally, it's adjustments. It's articulating the ongoing adjustments they're going to need to make as the circumstances continue to evolve. So really, it's this three-step process that we found has been extremely successful in helping our business owners navigate this crazy time of uncertainty that we've been dealing with.
0: Well, Homer, uncertainty really is the name of the game. I mean, nobody saw the COVID-19 pandemic hitting. We never saw how long it would really impact us, and, and yet here we are. So while dealing with these unexpected events that can be you know tossed our way and cause unique problems for us, you know, What are some of the challenges that you see impacting business owners just on an everyday basis? What are some of those key and core issues uh, that, you know, COVID-19 maybe even aside uh, these issues that you're seeing pop up for these private business owners?
1: Yeah, I'd say the the three main challenges that we see business owners facing on a regular basis, and and some of these challenges really can be, you know, uh, really magnified through a crisis like this. Um, The first one is is being uh, businesses that really aren't operationally effective. And what that means is they're just not easy and really not very fun to run and oftentimes have, you know, additional risks associated with them because of that. The second big issue we see are businesses that just aren't able to sustainably grow, and then finally, for those businesses that are able to you know, make it to the end and, and get to the point of, of the business owner being ready to sell the business, a very small percentage of them end up highly satisfied uh, with the end result. So it's all three of those that, again, are often uh, you know, really magnified when a crisis like this comes up.
0: Sure. So I, this is interesting. So I, I want to dive a little bit deeper into this, Homer, you know. There's there are businesses that are just not easy to run, or businesses that are are too top heavy, and they're so reliant on the owner. You know, what are some of the drivers uh, that lead a business to kind of build themselves to this point where where then it's creating issues for themselves?
1: Yeah, the businesses that you know have that first challenge that are just difficult to run aren't fun to run. First and foremost, they often lack a lot of the systems and processes that would make that business run more smoothly that would make their their processes more repeatable and that would make it easier to hire train develop uh, new employees uh, another big driver that's missing is financial reporting so un- unfortunately and, and and more often than we would expect uh, even larger private businesses don't regularly prepare key financial reports like the balance sheet and the income statement and cash flow statements and even those that do typically aren't using them strategically to help make better financial decisions around the resources they have available to them in the business. And then another major one we see are legal and liability issues. And this could be as simple as just not having an updated buy-sell agreement, or it could be as bad as having significant ongoing litigation and and, uh, lawsuits within the business because they don't have the procedures in place to really deal with, uh, with the needs that they have and what that results in is a significant amount of additional risk within that business which oftentimes can lead to lower valuations.
0: So you bring up an interesting point here with some of these businesses and the cash flow and and this process. You know, it's it's inevitable at some point along developing a business that you're going to have this foundation that you build where you're you're looking towards those predictable profits and the cash flow because hey That's how the business is going to stay afloat. That's how things are going to be able to be run. But it sounds like in some instances, these businesses that are growing that way with that mindset are still not growing at the pace that will ultimately help them achieve the goals that they want to achieve. So what's missing in this formula with these businesses?
1: Yeah, what's missing for businesses that are not consistently growing is typically a lack of a strategic plan. Um, or at least a strategic plan that really uh, focuses in on the mission, the values, uh, the vision of the owner. And that mission, vision value is then delivered and, and explained and understood across the, the entire organization. Uh, oftentimes, you know even businesses that don't have this you know deep level of a strategic plan have some level of goals across the organization that people generally know about. But without that strategic plan, without really identifying what are those key behaviors and activities that are going to be needed on a quarterly, on a monthly, and even down to the weekly basis by the key members of the team to ultimately achieve those goals, it's unlikely they're going to be able to achieve that aspirational growth within the business. And then another big issue that we find is the management teams. And it can be from a lack of development, so a lack of resources being put, in, put into developing that management team. But oftentimes, it's just that there's a lack of communication between the owner and that management team of what that mission, vision, and values are for the organization. And, and is that strategic plan tied to the business owner's personal financial goals? And then for that management team, how do they win? So if they actually hit their targets, how are they going to win when the business wins. And so what we see is even businesses that are doing okay, they've got that foundation of, of consistent profits and cash flow. There's still frustration there within the business because they're not consistently hitting their growth targets.
0: So, so it sounds like we're kind of narrowing this down into, uh, you know, a, a key group really of businesses that they, they listen, you know, to this advice, they, they make sure they're focused on the right things. And now let's say you know, they finally started to feel some of that growth. And and it's it's working. The businesses is getting bigger. They're diversifying. Things are looking good. Okay, so now for those businesses that make it, Homer, you know, what are the challenges looking like for some of these businesses as they move to that next step, that next level of growth? Because they did the hard stuff at the front. You would think that it's like, ah, let's take a breather. But that's not the case, right? There are other challenges that lie ahead. What are some of those?
1: for for even those business owners that make it all the way to getting ready for a sale, what we found in the research that we've seen is uh, only 20 to 25% of business owners that actually raise their hand and want to go to market to sell their business are actually able to complete that transaction on any given year. And what's worse is for those that do make it all the way through that transaction, only 12% of them are highly satisfied with that end result. So if you put those two together, only about 2 to 3% of business owners that start the process to sell their business in any given year end up with a highly satisfied transaction. That's horrible. That's, that's absolutely terrible. And from our view of it, the reason that that happens is, is two key reasons. It's a lack of presale planning on the corporate side and a lack of presale planning on the individual side. So on the corporate side, it's really those first two challenges we discussed. It's creating a business that has those predictable profits and cash flow, and is sustainably growing. And if you can actually do that, it, it allows you to defend your equity value through that transaction. On the personal planning side, what we often see is business owners, even with significant value in their business, fail to really connect that business value to what they're going to need to achieve all of their personal financial goals. In addition, they didn't really do the the, the planning around taxes to understand what are going to be the tax implications of this transaction and what are some things that they could put in place before the sale to mitigate some of that. And they also didn't really do the work around the estate planning and the asset protection planning to deal with all of the issues that come up uh, post-transaction with this kind of liquidity.
0: So, I mean, a long laundry list worth of factors to keep in mind as the business grows. Yes, you get to that point where you're now scaling up. Okay, great. now a new set of challenges arise. What do they look like? Okay, now we're getting ready to sell. Another new set of challenges arise. There's so many things to be thinking about these days you know as a successful private business. So let me ask you Homer, let's say I have a successful private business and how are and I come to you and Convergent Wealth Partners, how are you and your company addressing some of these problems for those clients like me that would work with you?
1: Yeah, so what in my experience, you know, most financial advisors who say they work with business owners really only focus on maybe managing the 401k, maybe they're implementing some insurance around a buy sell agreement. Uh, But that's really where they stop unless there's already a liquidity event or or the business owner has pulled out a lot of uh, wealth out of the business already. But at Convergent, we've developed a a process and a methodology to work with business owners looking at all the key issues within their business at every stage of the business.
0: So, So let's dive into this a little bit more. Walk me through kind of what this process would look like if I came in and I sat down with you and your team to kind of talk this through.
1: Yeah, the, the first thing we actually do when we work with our business owner clients is really try to help them look at their business from a different lens and look at it from the eye of a buyer and not from the eye of a founder or owner. And the reason we do that is it allows them to be a lot more objective about the issues within their business. So once we're able to get them into that mindset, we walk them through a process where we help them evaluate the 18 key value drivers within their business. And through this assessment, on average, as we've taken business owners through it, we've identified a two and a half million dollar value gap from what the business is worth today to what it potentially could be worth if they fixed all the issues in their business. So that means that on average, business owners are leaving millions of dollars on the table. And so what we found is those key issues really relate around some of the challenges that we talked about earlier. So it's around building those uh, predictable profits and cash flow, and next it's about consistently growing and differentiating yourself from your competitors and then at the end, it's about how do you defend that equity value? And what our process does is at each stage, we're going to be able to identify the two or three you know, key issues, key uh, projects that, if implemented, would have a high likelihood of them increasing the value of the business and filling in that value gap. And then as they go to exit, as they go to sell the business, we have a very detailed process to help them identify, first and foremost, are they both financially uh, ready and also mentally ready? Uh, to, to go to market and, and do a sale of the business or transition out of the business. And then we help them identify all the different options for doing so, what those values might look like, and then do all of that pre-sale planning that we discussed around making sure that their financial needs are going to be met post-transaction.
0: Wow. So a thorough process indeed, Homer. You know, it, it's it's interesting to hear you guys stop, talk about – Capturing that value that seems to be left on the table. You know, there's a lot of value still there. And if the strategic planning, you know, if the right steps are taken you know that's that's dollars and cents back in that account you know that's that's money that can be used beyond the business beyond you know to help achieve those personal goals and and personal goals that's an interesting part of this conversation because i think it's fair to say that oftentimes you know yes there's a business a lot of these conversations you're having with your clients are centered around the business but at the end of the day there's still the person behind the business the people behind the business they have their own personal goals perhaps for themselves or for their family so when you're having these kinds of conversations How often do you find that the personal element or those personal goal conversations are coming into play with the business conversations?
1: The personal wealth conversation is critical because business owners, their personal wealth is is heavily tied to the business. So it's important that we do a very similar assessment on the individual side where we're looking at their family values and all of the key goals they have and, and helping them put a plan in place to address their key money concerns around building wealth, preserving wealth. You know, looking at mitigating taxes, uh, looking at wealth transfer and making sure their heirs are taken care of, looking at asset protection to make sure their assets aren't unjustly taken through lawsuits and divorce, and then helping them really magnify that charitable intent and, and really bringing in that human element and where we're getting to know everything and everyone that's important to you as a client and everything and everyone that's going to be impacted by the financial decisions that you make. And by pulling all this together, uh, we, we believe we can really increase the chance that this wealth is going to last for generations to come
0: if you've already done all the planning and you've helped a client with their successful exit potentially selling their business and you know now the conversations are are happening about preserving that wealth you know what what's missing here what is what comes next you know after this sell what else is left to talk about
1: So even if a business owner is able to navigate all those challenges we already talked about, they they worked hard to build that foundation for predictable profits and cash flow. They created sustainable growth and ultimately were able to defend their equity value and successfully complete a transaction. From the research that we've seen from the Williams Group, unfortunately, 70% of wealth transfers fail to make it past that second generation. So from the parents to the kids. So all that hard work they did creating that wealth and, and uh, realizing it through a sale is typically gone uh, within one extra generation. And what they found, the reasons for that were first and foremost, it was a lack of communication and trust between generations. So the parents and the kids weren't talking well, really about the wealth and what it all looked like and what the goals were. And then two, because of that, the heirs weren't really prepared to handle that wealth when it came. And then finally, because they didn't do those first two steps, and and really partly because of that was there wasn't a clear uh, vision and mission for the family wealth that really could have created the roadmap to build long-term family harmony. So you put all those things together and it creates a scenario where, you know, unfortunately uh, there's a, a low likelihood of that wealth transitioning for multiple generations. And so it'd be really easy as a wealth manager just to kind of ignore all that. That's really sticky stuff to deal with and really just not ask those questions. But really, our belief is it's important to our clients that we are asking those tough questions, rolling up our sleeves and doing our best to address those issues to at least give them the best chance of possible to make sure their wealth lasts for those multiple generations.
0: So, Homer, I mean, we've dive, you know, we've taken a deep dive into a lot of things today in terms of, the, you know, the small private business owner. You know, the challenges that they face, not only in the COVID-19 pandemic, but as they usher out it back into a quote unquote normal business environment or economic environment. Then we talked about the, the next step, you know, getting past those initial challenges. What are those other sets of issues that arise and how do you work through them? And then, you know, through to the the sale of the company, what that means for the company itself, how to successfully navigate that. And then lastly, you know, what we've already talked about in a few other episodes is that human element, that personal element that is behind all of these decisions that a business owner has to make and what that means for the person themselves as well as their family. So a lot of different layers of conversations here that all still fit under the same umbrella of one conversation in that there's a lot of thought, a lot of stages that have to go, you got to go through in order to pull this off and pull it off successfully. So what does this look like, you know, for a client of yours that comes in and sits down and they say, Homer, take me through it. What do I need to do here? What is that process? What does that conversation look like right off the top?
1: Yeah. So the way that we look at that is that highly successful business owners and families like you Uh, really require a a different level of guidance and support, because let's face it, you know, you face more complex issues and you face those on a daily basis. So over the last 10 years, I've been working with my clients and our professional network to develop a level of service to help our most successful business owners and families navigate these complex issues. And we call that the Convergent Virtual Family Office. And this offering is really modeled around what some of the most successful families around the world, those with over hundred million uh, in assets are doing. And you know, we, we take our relationship with our clients and with you to a deeper level by bringing highly uh, personalized solutions to help you make more informed decisions. And then we create synergies by working with our coordinated team of professionals with very advanced capabilities to bring highly specialized solutions to help you meet your unique goals. And through this systematic process that we have, we're able to identify key gaps and potential missed opportunities and then uh, bring that all together through our regular meeting process to make sure you're always up to date on the most important strategies to help you meet your financial goals. And we believe this virtual family office process really brings a comprehensive solution to the table where your goals are maximized. Uh, It's customized around your needs, and you're going to experience authentic confidence because you're working with the same professionals that are working with those successful family offices and some of the other successful individuals around the world. And ultimately, you're going to experience comprehensive results because it's designed around you and really the life of significance that you want.
0: A comprehensive result and a thorough strategy indeed. I mean, Homer, you've taken us through the gauntlet here of what that first conversation looks like for somebody uh, that walks into your office towards the end. You know, the, the conversation about the sale of the business, the preserving that wealth for generations to come. It's You're a one-stop shop. It's a fantastic process that you guys have going on there with Convergent and the virtual family office process. There's so much value to be maximized and gained when working, uh, you know, with um, that mindset and going through that process. So, uh, you know, Homer, you know, as as we look forward to, uh, you know, in summation really, as we look forward to the next episode here of Advance Your Wealth, you know, we're going to be diving into another complex topic, bringing this directly to you uh, and helping to kind of answer any questions that you, a, a successful family or you, a UA business owner, may have. So, Homer, really a pleasure sitting down and having another chat with you today. You know, we'll have another uh, topic to cover next month. But, um, you know, any final thoughts, any final words for our our listeners and our viewers.
1: Yeah, I just think this conversation around uh, the, the whole picture for business owners and successful families is, is so important. And the collaboration that we bring to the table, not only within our organization, but with the other key professionals that they work with, it's really, while we might be a, a one-stop shop, it really is a collaborative approach across you know all the key professionals. And I really enjoy uh, kind of being the key team member to help navigate through all that with them. So yeah, it's been a great uh, conversation. Glad we were able to, to really focus on this today, especially with everything going on and, and how business owners are navigating things right now, but also uh, things that they're going to be navigating and challenges they're going to be facing, you know, for for the years to come. So, yeah, I really appreciate the conversation.
0: Right. These conversations don't end right here. So anyway, well, we thank you, our listeners and our viewers, for joining us for Advance Your Wealth. Be sure to stay tuned for next month's episode. For Homer Smith, I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long, and we'll see you on the next edition of Advance Your Wealth.
1: All opinions expressed by Homer Smith are solely Smith's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Integrated Wealth Concepts, LLC, or its parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by Smith on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Smith as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Smith's opinions are based on information he considers reliable, that neither Integrated nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Smith, Integrated, and its affiliates and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Smith's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Neither Smith nor Integrated guarantees any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed by Smith or anyone else. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this website or on the show may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation or needs and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned by Smith. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor.